Hello everyone, this is Jule, the host of the Jule Ducre Show. Recently, we talked about bust and move through a pandemic. What do we know about the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine that the FDA has authorized for emergency use? Today, I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about vaccines. We're going to talk about the Moderna vaccine that has also, I believe it's been approved Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe the Moderna vaccine has been approved or it will be approved, uh, I would say, within the coming days or a week or week or two. Uh, I've received a lot of questions since my previous uh, podcast show regarding the subject matter and today we're going to talk about some of these questions. Um, one question is, what should you do if you are at higher risk? The other one is, if, you're, if you've been exposed, you're sick, or you're caring for someone with COVID-19, what to do? And then the third question that we're going to address is treatments for COVID-19, what helps, what doesn't, and what's in the pipeline. So let's get it started. There have been rumors spread all over social media, including Facebook, I've seen many, about the vaccines uh, destroying our uh, DNA. So yesterday, when I talked on the subject matter, I gave everyone just about as detailed as possible, um, some information regarding what are mRNA vaccines and how do they work to help prevent COVID-19, which if you're just joining in, I will go ahead and share that information again. mRNA stands for messenger RNA, which is a genetic material that contains instructions for making proteins. M, which is messenger, RNA, vaccines for COVID-19, contain synthetic mRNA. Synthetic mRNA. Inside the body, the messenger mRNA enters human cells and instructs them to produce the spike protein found on the surface of SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, the body recognizes the spike protein as an invader and starts producing antibodies against it. Soon after, the cell breaks down the messenger mRNA into harmless pieces if the antibodies later encounter the actual virus, they are ready to recognize and destroy it because it causes illness. Now, two messenger mRNA vaccines, as I said yesterday, one is created by Pfizer and BioNTech and another developed by Moderna. They were both granted emergency use authorization by the FDA in December of this month. I don't know the actual date. 
so let's talk about, we're going to talk about the symptoms, spread, and other essential information, and then we're going to go to the uh, questions. And then we will close with uh, Moderna's information. What is coronavirus and how does it spread? What is COVID-19 and what are the symptoms? And how long does coronavirus live on different surfaces? So we're going to take a moment to reacquaint ourselves with basic information about this virus and the disease it causes. So uh, let's discuss it in brief detail. There's so much information and I do not want to bombard you with, you know, so much information that you cannot really understand what is being presented and it becomes very uh, frustrating for you. So let's talk about symptoms, spread, and other essential information about the new coronavirus and COVID-19. As we continually learn more about coronavirus and COVID-19, it can help to reacquaint ourselves with some basic information, which we're going to do right now. For example, understanding how the virus spreads reinforces the importance of social distancing. Social distancing is very important and other health-promoting behaviors. Knowing how long the virus survives on surface can guide how you can clean your home, offices, cars, trucks, whatever, and handle deliveries, as well as you know what to do when you go shopping. And reviewing the common symptoms of COVID-19 can help you know if it's time to self-isolate. So let's get to it. What is coronavirus? Coronavirus are an extremely common cause of colds and other upper respiratory infections. What is COVID-19? COVID-19, short for coronavirus disease, 2019. It's the official name given by the World Health organization known as WHO to the disease caused by this newly identified coronavirus. How many people have COVID-19? The numbers are changing rapidly. The most up-to-date information is available from the World Health Organization, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and Johns Hopkins University. It has spread so rapid, rapidly in so many countries that the World Health Organization has declared it a pandemic, a term indicating that it has affected a large population, region, country, or continent. Do adults or younger than uh, 65 years old, uh, do they need the vaccine? Um are they otherwise healthy should they not uh, take the vaccine? So who need to worry about COVID-19? I say everybody. And according to the CDC, even healthy adults should be concerned. Although the risk of serious illness or death from COVID-19 increases steadily with age, younger people, hear me closely, Younger people can get sick enough from the disease to require hospitalization and certain underlying medical conditions may increase the risk of serious COVID-19 for individuals of any age. People of any age should take preventive 
health measures like frequent hand washing, physical distancing, and wearing a mask when you're going out in public, when you're going anywhere in public, to help protect themselves and to reduce the chances of spreading the infection to others. Now, here are some of the symptoms of um, COVID-19. Some people infected with the virus have no symptoms. When the virus does cause symptoms, common ones include fever, but we know everybody doesn't get fever, but they can get COVID-19, body ache, dry cough, fatigue, chills, headache, sore throat or burning in the back of your throat, loss of appetite and loss of smell, and in some cases, diarrhea. In some people, COVID-19 causes even more symptoms than what I just mentioned. Okay, so be on the lookout for anything that seems abnormal in your body. Also, another symptom is shortness of breath, which often indicates pneumonia. People with COVID-19 are also experiencing neurological symptoms, gastrointestinal GI symptoms, or both. They may occur with or without respiratory symptoms. For example, COVID-19 affects brain function in some people. Specific neurological symptoms seen in people with COVID-19 include loss of smell, inability to taste, muscle weakness, tingling or numbness, numbness in the hands and feet, dizziness, confusion, delirium, seizures, and stroke. In addition, some people have gastrointestinal GI symptoms such as loss of appetite, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, as I mentioned, and abdominal pain or discomfort, discomfort associated with COVID-19. These symptoms might start before other symptoms such as fever, body ache, and cough. The virus that causes COVID-19 has also been detected in stool, which reinforces the importance of hand washing after every visit to the bathroom and regularly disinfecting bathroom fixtures. So why do some people get very sick from COVID-19 while others do not? One of the most perplexing aspects of coronavirus is why it strikes people so differently. Why do some people sail through without a symptom while others, even some who are otherwise healthy and relatively young, get extremely sick or even die. It may have to do with interferons. Well, new research suggests that up to 14% of people who develop severe COVID-19 have had an inadequate interferon response. In some people, this happens because their own antibodies mistakenly attack and neutralize their interferons. Others have a genetic mutation that prevents their body from, from producing enough of a certain type of interferon. Interferons are an important component of innate immunity, the quick, nonspecific immune defense the body mounts within minutes of infection to rid the body of invaders. Interferons help protect the body in a number of ways. Number one, they signal nearby cells to guard themselves against invasion. Two, they signal infected cells to die. Three, and they activate the adaptive immune system to mount a specific 
long-term antibody response. An adequate interferon response could help explain why some people, especially some young people without underlying conditions, get so much sicker than others their age. Interferon treatments do exist to treat other illnesses and interferon inhalers were given to healthcare workers in China to help prevent uh, the healthcare workers in China uh, 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 from, you know, getting the risk of uh, getting the uh, COVID-19 and also to help uh, preventing uh, various infections. So um, this is really, really insightful. Um, Before I go back and uh, talk about the Moderna uh, vaccine, I want to mention another important reason for differences in the severity of COVID-19 illness is also related to the individual's own immune system. If the immune system doesn't turn off once the virus is controlled, it can go into overdrive. The result, an intense and widespread inflammatory response, damaging tissues throughout the body. This is often referred to as a cytokine storm. Wow, that is so amazing. So, 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 so amazing. So, you know, I suggest that it's time for people to really start doing their own research, taking this virus seriously, stop playing games and going out in public, walking around without a mask, thinking you are invisible, thinking that you cannot be touched. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, we all can be touched. Absolutely. So let's see if we can get a little bit of information uh, to you regarding the Moderna uh, vaccine that is coming. And I've been doing some research uh, on uh, this deadly virus since the onset trying to get as much information as possible so I can not just keep it to myself, but also share it with my friends, with my family. What good is information if you keep all of this information to yourself, right? What good is it? It's not gonna, it's not gonna benefit the masses if you decide to be selfish and keep all of this information because you know, it's all a learning curve for all of us. It is a huge learning curve. And if there's information that you know about and you would like for me to share on my podcast, you are welcome to leave a message. You can leave me a voice, a voice message and I definitely will take a look at it. Uh, yesterday, we talked about earlier this month, AstraZeneca published promising results of an adenovirus-based vaccine that uh, it developed with researchers at the University of Oxford. The study was published in the journal uh, The Lancet. I'm going to hold that for tomorrow because, ladies and gentlemen, there there are some bad results regarding the adenovirus, which, well, let me just share a little bit with you right now, and then we'll we will touch on that tomorrow. What are adenovirus vaccines? What do we know about adenovirus vaccines that are being developed 
for COVID-19? Well, here's the information that we've come across. Adenoviruses can cause a variety of illnesses, including the common cold. They are being used in two leading COVID-19 vaccine candidates as capsules. The scientific term is vectors to deliver the coronavirus spike protein into the body. The spike protein prompts the immune system to produce antibodies against it, preparing the body to attack the SARS-CoV-2 virus if it later infects the body. So we're going to stop right there with the AstraZeneca, and then we are going to um, talk about that tomorrow. But what I am trying to find for you right now is the information that I had researched on the Moderna, which is very, very, very interesting because Pfizer says their vaccine is what, 74.5% uh, efficacy? So let's talk about the Moderna uh, vaccine. Uh, but before I do that, I have to share some news. A Boston doctor suffered allergic reaction to the vaccine. A Boston medical doctor at Boston Medical Center has apparent first allergic reaction to Moderna vaccine. Uh, this information is provided by the Common Health um, magazine. It's called Common Health, and you can read that yourself. This uh, article was first published on December 22nd. When Massachusetts rolls out coronavirus vaccines in nursing homes and other long-term care settings, um, that would have been rolled out early, actually around the end of this week. Uh, I think right before or perhaps um, right after Christmas, maybe even the, the upcoming week. Well, when that happens in nursing homes and other long-term care settings, two giant pharmacy chains will be giving the Pfizer shots. So let's talk about uh, what happened with good old Doc. Let's see what kind of um, side effects he had. Let's see if I can find that information for you. R.N. Courtney Senecal had unpacked a special refrigerated box of Moderna COVID-19 vaccines as she had prepared to uh, ready more supply for use at the East Boston Neighborhood Health Center in Boston on the 24th. Um, a Boston Medical Center doctor had appeared to have suffered the first known case of an allergic reaction, as I stated, to the uh, coronavirus vaccine, and that was made by uh, made public by Cambridge Biotech Company, uh, Moderna. Doctor Hussein Sadz, it looks like Sadrzadeh, S A D R Z A D E H, Sadrzadeh who is an oncologist uh, fellow at BMC, said he has a severe shellfish allergy and immediately felt he was having a bad reaction after receiving his vaccine injection. The New York Times and CNN first reported that Friday. The doctor, quote unquote, is doing well today, Dr. Kibi said, uh, spokesman for Boston Medical Center said 
uh, that sometime yesterday. He said, quote, the employee received the Moderna vaccine on Thursday, Christmas Eve, and as is our standard practice, was being observed post-vaccination by trained nurses, unquote. The hospital statement said, quote, he felt he was developing an allergic reaction and was allowed to self-administer his personal EpiPen, unquote. But I want to ask you all a question. How many people do not have any reported allergies, any known allergies? So if they don't have any known allergies that require an EpiPen, what's going to happen if they go into a severe allergic reaction after taking one of the vaccines, either Pfizer or uh, a Moderna uh, vaccine? Are they going to have, you know, things on site in the event someone should have an allergic, a severe allergic reaction? Those are, those are questions that I, I, I need to have answered before I even consider you know, whether or not I'm going to take a vaccine. So Dr. Satterzadeh was then taken to the hospital's emergency department, treated and discharged on their statement added. WBUR was not able to reach the doctor for comment late yesterday. While this appears to be the first allergic reaction to the Moderna vaccine, about a half dozen cases of bad reaction to the Pfizer and BioNTech COVID-19 um, vaccines have been reported. Last week, a healthcare worker in Maine experienced an anaphylactic reaction about 20 minutes after receiving a first dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine on Tuesday at Maine Medical Center in Portland. The Maine Center for Disease Control and Prevention told the public Wednesday. At that point, about 8,000 others had received the vaccine in Maine without incident, which is a good thing. Quote, an anaphylactic reaction is a reaction that occurs in a small number of individuals, but it's one that is serious, unquote, said Dr. Narav Shah, director of the Maine CDC. The bottom line here is that the system that we have in place, they say, to look out for reactions of this nature and make sure that they are properly managed and reported work exactly, they say, as they should. So there you have it. Thank you for listening. I will be uh, coming back tomorrow with a part three of how are we maneuvering during this pandemic? How are we busting and moving? It feels like every time I step out of my house or every time I go to my office, I feel like I'm doing a bust and move because there are a lot of people who just do not want to face the severity of this pandemic that it, it you know you can expose other people to this virus and these other people can die so please mask up social distance and wash your filthy hands 20 seconds that's all folks love you guys if you like my podcast please share please click on the heart share it. Tell your friends about it. If you have any questions you'd like to ask me, you can always leave a voice message or you can email me at julae, J-U-L-A, Ducre, D-U-C-R-E, at gmail.com. Have a great one and enjoy the rest of your day. Always remember, to whom much is given, 
Much is required. So I challenge everybody to do their own research. Peace.